in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, right now at 106, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, stop in and see them. They're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Now, we're waiting for an update, uh, and I think this is uh, terrible what is going on, but it's a developing story regarding an update with this FBI field office and they had a showdown with uh with an individual that um suddenly uh started firing at the fbi yesterday uh director chris ray decried threats to the fbi agents violence against law enforcement is not the answer no matter why anyone is upset so you you have this situation where a suspect uh, went after this is in uh, Cincinnati and it, it is it is absolutely atrocious that this is going on that someone again folks like how, how long are we going to allow people that just are trafficking in in misinformation and people without having information and people start going after uh certain individuals like this. We, we don't have all the information that led to an Ohio State trooper, an FBI pursuing a man, tried to break into the FBI Cincinnati office. So this is where some of these people just start going off the rails. So I want to just get an update on this. Um, and it's a developing story, I believe. Part of a federal investigation. Law enforcement sources say it involves classified documents he allegedly took from the White House. Chief correspondent Jonathan Carl has the very latest. How do you feel, Mr. Trump? When Donald Trump sat down in the New York Attorney General's office for a sworn deposition, he answered only a single question What is your name? The former president invoked his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination for every other question, according to a source familiar with the deposition. Before the question started, Trump began by reading an opening statement where he harshly criticized New York Attorney General Letitia James as she sat right across the table from him, calling her a failed politician and accusing her of trying to, quote, destroy Trump. The deposition, which went on for six hours with breaks and was videotaped, was part of a civil case accusing the Trump family business of misrepresenting the values of its properties to get more favorable loans and pay less in taxes. Trump and his company have long denied wrongdoing. Despite Trump's attacks on the AG in his opening statement, after the deposition was over, he and his lawyer called it, quote, very professional. For years, Trump has railed against people who take the fifth. You see, the mob takes the fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Horrible. Horrible. 
In a statement, he claimed he had no choice but to take the fifth now, especially after the FBI raid on his Florida residence Monday. But the Mar-a-Lago raid had nothing to do with Wednesday's deposition. Law enforcement sources say the FBI search of his Palm Beach home was related to documents, some of them classified, that Trump allegedly took improperly from the White House. In his first appearance since the raid, FBI Director Christopher Wray was asked for details on the search. That's not something that I can talk about, so I'd refer you to the department. Trump faces multiple investigations in multiple venues. In addition to the New York AG investigation and the federal probe into his alleged mishandling of classified information, there's also the DOJ and congressional investigations into January 6th and a criminal investigation in Georgia of his efforts to pressure officials there to, quote, find enough votes to overturn the election results. While Donald Trump may have had sound legal reasons for refusing to answer questions, he also made history by doing so, becoming the first former president in American history to take the fifth. Deirdre? Jonathan, thank you very much to Jonathan Carl there for us. Joining me now to discuss our investigative reporter, Catherine Falders, and former federal prosecutor. All right, folks, and again, good afternoon. Uh, the FBI field office has released this statement. Right now it's one eleven. It's Thursday. And uh, at approximately 9.15, the FBI Cincinnati field office had an armed subject attempt to breach the visitor sc- uh, screening facility. Activation alarm response. Subject fled northbound. They are in scene near Wilmington, Ohio, try to resolve the uh, this critical incident. So that continues. I want to just see if... Um, if there's more of an update on this, because uh, this is ridiculous. Now, folks, as, as listen, I recognize people are upset. I do. But you, you have to, some of the accusations and things that are being said and accusations of things that are, that are being made, they're, they're not rooted in fact. We want to deal in fact. Um, and, and people are just going a little bit off the rails. So you got to wait to see how this plays out. I'm not going to, I'm actually um, kind of stunned at some people that are kind of willing to go out on a 10-foot pole without, <clears throat> or diving board, without having and knowing everything that is that is playing out here. So now I want to play uh, Steve Scalise, who I like. He was on Fox and Friends, and Steve Ducey has to, like, reel it in a little bit. Like, what, what are you talking about? Listen to this exchange, because I'm, even I'm like, what, what, where is this coming from? With 35,000 uh, members, you know, now they apparently are receiving, a lot of specific field agents are receiving specific death threats because... There are a number of people online and elsewhere who are demonizing the FBI. And some Republicans, Paul Gosselaar, a Republican in your caucus from Arizona, said we must destroy the FBI. We must save America. I stand with Donald Trump. Marjorie Taylor Greene says defend the FBI. I'm just curious, whatever happened to the Republican Party backing the blue? And in particular, the 35 members of law enforcement, federal law enforcement, at the FBI. 
And frankly, we're, we're very strong in supporters of law enforcement, and it concerns everybody if you see some agents go rogue, and if you see an agency that doesn't have the right checks and balances at the top. This is coming Steve, from the who top. went this rogue? A, who went rogue? They were following a search warrant. We want to find that out. We want to find that out, and that's why we're asking these questions, because, you know, there were reports yesterday that Merrick Garland said he didn't even know about this raid. I don't know if anybody believes that. But he should be asked under oath if he knew about the raid prior to it happening. Uh, he hasn't answered that question. Why hasn't he held a press conference? Why won't President right. Biden talk about this to and, the press? And is it related to Scott Perry? That is deafening right now, that silence. And is it related to Scott Perry having his uh, phone taken away by FBI agents who came to his house and said, just give it to me? Uh, you know, again, I, we, we need to find out about that. Listen to um, Sebastian Gorka uh, goes back and forth in an interview on the investigation. Or you might get fired. We don't really know. I mean, you, you've got no actual evidence of this. All you're doing is suggesting all of this. Why did GP News invite me on this show? Well, to listen to what you've got to say, but the whole point of when you come on this program, like, sorry, sorry, Spencer, when you come on this program, you've got the right to assert what you've got to say, but I've also got the right to question what you've got to say. That's how this process works. And don't invite me on the show. If you want somebody who actually worked in the White House, who still has a top secret clearance, to give you his analysis. I'll give it, okay? But don't say that, oh, you don't have any proof. I'm not a stinking investigator who's running the raid. Go and find one of them if you think you can. No, but you're, you're suggesting that this is all trumped up, no pun intended, uh, that essentially that you're 100% certain he's not committed any crimes. You're asserting that. I'm allowing you to assert that on this program. I'm merely asking, have you got any evidence to support that? You clearly yes. don't. I'm in the White House because I know the man. I know his love of country and the idea that, what, stealing secrets to do what with them? Exactly. What, what's your supposition, Darren? Give me your talking head expertise on this. I'm not here to suggest. Oh, I, don't, I have no idea. That's my point. I have no idea whether Donald Trump has committed a crime or not. That's my point. I don't know. I don't, clearly, FBI I think there's enough evidence to suggest he may have done. That's why they're investigating him. You're 100% certain he hasn't. I'm merely asking how you're 100% certain he hasn't. If you answer the question, then don't ask it, my friend. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the whole point is we get people on to uh, face interviews. I ask the questions, they answer them. You can say what you like, but I think the whole idea is that you are there to answer no. questions. Okay, it's not a court of law. It's a TV show, okay? You get me on here because of my experience and my former <laughs> position and what I do today. That's why you ask me questions. No, he didn't answer the question, though. He didn't answer the question. And I... um. You know, I've interviewed Sebastian Gorka many different times. And what, what I find, again, he, he's making some accusations about you, you got to be able to, you got to kind of back it up a little bit. Not a little bit. You got to back it up, period. Um. I want to just, um, there was another piece I was looking for. Senator John Kerry, um, who I like, John Kennedy, excuse me. Senator John Kennedy was on Fox and said the following. Let's listen to this. But nobody is beneath the law. And given the FBI raid, unprecedented, Given the history that I talked about, I'm not saying it's true, 
Only Ray and Garland can clear it up. But there are millions and millions of Americans that are looking at this situation and saying it's personal. And the FBI and the uh, Department of Justice are going to give Trump a fair and impartial firing squad. You know, that, again, has to, um, it's a little inflammatory. Listen to what happened in, uh, it's 117, folks, on this Thursday. But listen to what happened with an armed gunman attacked an FBI office in Cincinnati this morning. This is a developing situation. What we are told now from local reports as well as those sources from our own Jackie Heinrich is that there is this ongoing situation about 50 miles northwest of Cincinnati in a field there off the highway where about four miles of highway have been blocked in both directions as this suspect is now in a field exchanging fire with law enforcement. This comes after a long car chase about an hour from Cincinnati where this morning around 9 9 30 a.m. the suspect had some kind of encounter at the FBI building in Cincinnati it is unclear exactly what happened there local reports suggest that uh, there was some kind of interaction where the agents described the individuals creating a potential threat a law enforcement source does tell our own Jackie Heinrich that the suspect attacked the FBI office in Cincinnati possibly firing a nail gun and then brandishing an AR-style rifle before fleeing the scene, which kicked off this car chase, which is now concluded out in that field about an hour northwest of Cincinnati, where they are now engaging with that suspect. So, you know, this has to be found out. And if this comes back to that they're saying that the whole reason this was done, um, the whole reason this was done because of the situation with President Trump and, and the raid of Mar-a-Lago. I, I think that just starts to go a little over. I mean, somebody's going to reel these people in. Folks, I know people are very upset, understood that. And uh, rightfully so, I get that. They, they are, where they're really dropping the ball is, I, and, and other people are saying, we, we need more info because other, without information, without some element of it, People are then just speculating. Let me just see some other news here. There's said to have been a subpoena preceded the June meeting with President Trump lawyers, head of a counterintelligence unit. There was efforts to get the documents prior to the search. Okay. John Solomon is one of Trump's designated representatives posted about the subpoena last night. Grand jury subpoena. Described the president voluntarily complying, but that's not how subpoenas work. Uh, Some senior GOP people have been warned by allies of President Trump not to be aggressive in criticizing the DOJ and the FBI. It's possible there's more damaging information related to the search will become public. I think it's a time to, um, I want to get to the Wall Street Journal story about it. In this story, an armed subject tried in the FBI Cincinnati office. Now, if this is going to turn out, we don't know. But if this is some nut, who was then saying, you know, I'm here and starts chanting 1776 and blah, 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 then there's gonna, that's, that's problematic. Now, I also, I hate seeing the story that a Providence police captain is uh, going to be in court this afternoon facing charges. Um, Stephen Jenkarella, I've met him before, good cop. Um, Charged now with assault, 
slammed somebody's head into a pavement as the guy was handcuffed. It is just not worth it. And now, all right, let's, um, well, there's the video. They get him. The guy was fighting with police. They finally get him down. I get that. They have to handcuff him. And then there's two of them. He did, I think, have a weapon on him. Of course, the media won't say that now. And then once they get him into handcuffs, of which this was all over, they were going to tow his car because he was parked illegally to watch the fireworks. And there you see it, that one totally unnecessary. They had him down. I understand the frustration. You can't do that. They had no idea that there was someone up top filming. And now he's charged with assault. Now, why isn't that individual? The person they arrested is also being charged with assault. But why get yourself in that type of situation? Very, very disturbing. I want to just, what did Governor McKee sign now this time? Quarter of a billion housing initiative. Um, we, I, we still don't have all the details on that. That's all they say. But who's building it? Who's making money off it? Money's going into somebody's pocket from the whole thing. That much, you know, for sure we know. So who's, uh, who's, who's in action on that? Um. Scott Peterson is back in court trying to get a new trial. He should not get a new trial. There is something wrong with our justice system. Um, That this all just starts to become a game. Let's see. Two people briefed on the documents said they were so sensitive related to national security that they had to act. All right. I want to read that story. Um, And I want to um, let me go to GMA. Oh, she got it. We got to deal in reality here. We got to deal with reality. I know not everyone likes to deal in reality. I um, I think it's always important to <laughs> remain in reality. And for the people I know, I get they don't even talk about it. Well, <laughs> then how do we know what's happening? We're going to deal in facts. We're going to deal in the facts. There's a lot of reporting going on on this now. It is leaking out. I don't think it's good. I'm disturbed as anyone, but some of the comments, Steve Bannon talking to um, Alex Jones, that that was like bizarre. Hey, Governor Mundo, okay, here's, uh, let me just get the latest. This was a piece on GMA about the president pleading the fifth. York's Attorney General, Donald Trump became the first former president in American history to take the fifth. How do you feel, Mr. Trump? Well, as Tim Dodd Trump sat down in the New York Attorney General's office for a sworn deposition, he, had no he answered only a single question. What is your name? The former president invoked his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination for every other question, according to a source familiar with the deposition. Before the question started, Trump began by reading an opening statement where he harshly criticized New York Attorney General Letitia James as she sat right across the table from him, calling her a failed politician and accusing her of trying to, quote, destroy Trump. 
The deposition, which went on for six hours with breaks and was videotaped, was part of a civil case accusing the Trump family business of misrepresenting the values of its properties to get more favorable loans and pay less in taxes. Trump and his company have long denied wrongdoing. All right, I want to jump in, folks, just for a moment. This is important. It's 125. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. All right. Uh, New York Times subpoena preceded search warrant and pushed to retrieve material from Trump. Justice Department sought the return of classified documents might still be at Mar-a-Lago. Fort sent FBI agents to look for them. All right. Um, former President Trump received a subpoena this spring in search of documents that federal investigators believe he had failed to turn over. Earlier in the year, when he returned box material. He had improperly taken with him upon moving out of the White House. The existence of the subpoena helps to flesh out the sequence of events that led to the search by FBI agents seeking classified material they might they believe might still be there. Even after efforts by the National Archives and Justice Department ensured have been returned. The subpoena suggests that Justice Department tried methods short of a search warrant to account for the material. Before taking the politically explosive step of sending FBI agents unannounced to Mar-a-Lago. Two people briefed on the classified documents that investigators believe remained at Mar-a-Lago indicated that they were so sensitive in nature and related to national security that the Justice Department had to act. The subpoena was first disclosed by John Solomon, a conservative journalist who had been designated by Mr. Trump as one of his representatives to the National Archives. The existence of the subpoenas being used by allies of President Trump, Mr. Trump, to make a case that the former president's team were cooperating in identifying returning the documents in question, the search was unjustified. Justice Department declined to comment. It's not clear what precise materials the, the uh, subpoena sought or what documents the former president may have provided in response. Spina factored into a visit by Jay Bratt, top counterintelligence agent made with a small group of other federal officials to Mar-a-Lago weeks later in early June. Officials met with Mr. Trump's lawyer, Evan Cochran. Trump, who likes to play host his long history trying to charm officials, also made an appearance. During the visit, the officials examined a basement storage area where the former president stowed material that had come with him from the White House. A few days after the visit, they... Mr. Brad emailed Mr. Corcoran, told him to further secure the remaining documents, which were kept in a storage area with a stronger padlock. The email was reported earlier by the Wall Street Journal, so that's all true. Then they subpoenaed surveillance footage from the club, which could have given officials a glimpse of what was coming in and out of the storage area. They received footage specifically from areas of the club where they believed the documents might have been stored. During the same period, investigators were in contact with a number of Trump aides who had some visibility into how he stored and moved documents around the White House and still worked for him, three people said. Among those who investigators reached out to was Molly Michael, Mr. Trump's assistant in the outer Oval Office, who also went to work for him at Mar-a-Lago. Investigators also reached out to Derek Lyons. The former White House staff secretary, whose last day was December 18th, 2020, no longer works for Mr. Trump. Questions about process for handling documents. Federal officials came to believe Mr. Trump had not 
relinquished all materials that left the White House with him at the end of his term. Less than two months later, two dozen FBI agents intentionally not wearing the blue windbreaker emblazoned with the ANC logo appeared at Mar-a-Lago with a warrant. Club was closed. Mr. Trump was in the New York area. The FBI startled the crew fixing a large fountain. A maid was dusting a handful of secret service agents who guard the complex. Search warrant was broad, allowing the agents to investigate all areas of the club where classified materials may have been stored. They went through the basement, Trump's office, and at least part of the residence at the club. After hours of searching, left with several boxes that were not filled to the brim, and at least some cases simply contained sealed envelopes of materials that the agents took, were otherwise empty. Person said the FBI left behind a manifest of what was taken, which was two pages long. Trump's team has de- declined to disclose the contents of the search warrant. A number of organizations, including the New York Times, are seeking a federal court to have it unsealed. Some senior Republicans have been warned by allies of Trump not to continue to be aggressive criticizing the Justice Department and the FBI over the matter. It's possible more damaging information about Trump related to the search will eventually become public. When Trump left the White House after refusing to be conceded laws, blah, 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 a number of box material made their way from the West Wing to Florida. In the boxes were a mash of papers along with items like a raincoat, golf balls. National Archives tried for months to retrieve the material, engaging in lengthy discussions, representatives, to acquire material should have been properly stored by the archives under the Presidential Records Act. When archivists recovered 15 boxes, they discovered several pages of classified material and referred the matter to the Justice Department. Officials later came to believe additional classified materials remain at Mar-a-Lago. Some of Trump's advisors maintained they were trying all along to cooperate and have kept an open line of communication. Others familiar to recover painted a very different picture. They said he resisted returning property that belonged to the government despite being told he needed to. Some of President Trump's informal advisors outside his direct employees insist to him that he can claim the documents are personal items and keep them there. So that's interesting. Uh, that is new information, folks. New information that we're dealing with. Now, I, I know some people want to just go with fake news, fake news, but the fact of the matter is they wouldn't be putting this if it were not. Um, so that is interesting that this came out uh last last night trump got grand jury subpoena in spring before the home was raided by christina bob so she tweeted out this story grand questions about raid grand jury subpoena extensive cooperation so they're trying to put out that he was as we said extent um a, um doing extensive cooperation uh, long feud. The FBI search mar largo was the culmination of a lengthy conflict between a former president proud of his disdain for rules and officials charged with protest- protecting the nation's records and secrets. Um, politics of the search, blah, blah, blah. Some pro-Trump media figures react to the search with talk of war. Yeah, I don't think that's particularly helpful. I want to get to... Um, this Wall Street Journal story. Folks, and I, I know right now, one you you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, I know some people are just under the guise of like, you know, it's everything's fake news and blah, blah, blah. But this is the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times we're talking about here. 
uh, okay, this is a story that a lot of uh, FBI quests for Trump documents started with breezy chats, tour of a crowded closet. Why interactions between FBI Trump team Trump team soured remains a mystery. They wanted surveillance footage for cameras at Mar-a-Lago. I like the person yesterday thought it was breaking news that there was camera surveillance at Mar-a-Lago, which is a joke. Of course there is. All right, listen to this. Right now it's 1.34. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 around. Around lunchtime June 3rd, a senior Justice Department National Security Advisor and three FBI agents arrived at Mar-a-Lago to discuss boxes with government records sitting in a basement storage room along with suits, sweaters, and golf shoes. A few days later, the FBI sent a note asking that a stronger lock be installed in the storage area. Signing off, thank you, very true yours, Jay Bratt, Chief of Counterintelligence Export Control Section. The following weeks, someone familiar with the stored papers told investigators there may be still be more classified documents at the private club. After the National Archives retrieved 15 boxes earlier in the year. And Justice Department officials had doubts that Trump team was being truthful regarding what material remained at the property. Newsweek early reported the source of FBI's information. Now, two months later, two dozen FBI investigators were back at Mar-a-Lago with a warrant predicated on convincing a federal magistrate judge there was evidence a crime may have been committed. After hours at the property, the agents took the boxes away in a rider truck. Many elements of what happened between those events, one seemingly cordial, the other unheard of, remains unknown. But the episode points to a sharp escalation in the Justice Department inquiry into Mr. Trump, which also includes an investigation of the events leading up to January 6th and has prompted outrage from Republicans. Let me just see who wrote Alex Leary, Ara, and so three different writers from the, the Wall Street Journal wrote this. Um, the mystery may only be resolved by the Justice Department's next steps. Um, FBI director appointed by Trump referred questions to the Justice Department, which declined to comment. Mr. Trump and his lawyers contend they've cooperated with months-long effort by the government to retrieve some of the material he took from the White House and expressed outrage with Monday's unannounced visit to Mar-a-Lago. Timeline events, they say, demonstrate this cooperation on a quickly fulfilling the June request to place a new lock on the storage door. Monday's search came after weeks of internal deliberation among senior Justice Department FBI officials marked an escalation of their investigation into the handling of classified material. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Boy, this thing out of 15 boxes, I just don't understand what he has, why it's so important, why he just wouldn't return this stuff. Aides to Mr. Trump said they've been cooperating with the department to get the matter settled. Former president who popped into the June 3rd meeting, Mar-a-Lago, shaking hands. I appreciate the job you're doing, he said. Anything you need, let us know. Five days later, Evan Corcoran received an email. Um, we asked that the room at Mar-a-Lago be secured. All boxes that were moved from the White House be preserved in that room in their current condition until further notice. Corcoran wrote back, hey, thank you. I'm right to acknowledge receipt of this letter. By the next day... A larger lock was placed on the door. It was the last communication between the men until Monday's search at Mar-a-Lago. On June 22nd, the Trump Organization received a subpoena 
for surveillance footage from camera cameras at Mar-a-Lago. Footage was turned over. On a sunny Monday morning, a new set of agents arrived, began a search for documents at 9 o'clock. The warrant signed by a judge in Palm Beach County refers to the Presidential Records Act, possible violation of law, handling classified information. According to Christina Bob, a lawyer for the former president, warrant hasn't been made public by Mr. Trump, nor an inventory documents retrieved by the government. FBI officials showed up with instructions to keep the search as unobtrusive as possible, with agents dressed in plain clothes, told not to take any weapons. Secret Service was notified. Trump lawyers on site. FBI asked for several things, including a diagram of the building and that surveillance cameras be turned off, citing officer safety. Dressed in T-shirts, cargo pants. Boy, this is good. The agents targeted three rooms, a bedroom, an office, and a storage room. The agents went undetected for most of the day until a Florida political blogger tweeted about it. And Trump issued a statement saying his home was under siege, raided, occupied large group of FBI agents. At the end of the day, they hauled away roughly 10 more boxes of material. The seized documents remain with the FBI Miami field office. Uh, Monday's brazen raid, not just unprecedented, completely unnecessary, Trump spokesman Taylor Budwich said. In the days since, Trump's has been reaching out to defense attorneys to see if they would represent Trump in the matter. Sign of concern over his potential legal trouble. Well, they did hire someone. He has hired someone. Uh, the New York Times has that story. I want to just, um, I think, uh, hmm. Let's see. There's a good piece in the Wall Street Journal. Trump can't be disqualified over documents. The law on government records is complicated, but the constitutional issues are simple. He can run in the 2024 presidential election. Well, uh, that, that's, they're not there yet. I think it's like one step at a time. I think also Wall Street Journal, a Republican midterm election victory isn't assured. They have to be really careful. You don't want to blow it now. Snatch defeat from the the uh, jaws of victory. With November midterm, this Wall Street Journal op-ed, three months away, the predicted red wave may be breaking far from the electoral shores. Tuesday's elections don't sign Democrat voters are becoming more motivated. In Wisconsin, Mr. Trump notched another endorsement victory. Republicans nominated Tim Michael for governor. It's no mystery how he earned. Asked a recent candidate for him. About January 6th, he said, I don't think you did anything wrong. <laughs> uh, we'll see whether or not he can actually win the general. Um, you know, I you don't want to blow it now. You don't want to blow it now. And I want to just go. So President Trump, which is obviously his right, has hired. Sounds like a pretty high profile criminal defense attorney. Trump hires billion dollar lawyer. A top ally has called to testify in Atlanta High as a high-profile local attorney best known for representing rappers. Drew Feinling, been retained to represent President Trump in the ongoing criminal investigation. Oh, that's um, regarding Georgia. Okay, so there's that story. So, folks, again, I, um, like everyone else, listen, we, we don't, let me just check some of the other 
the big local news is that the Providence police officer is being uh, charged with assault. He's going to have to go to court this afternoon. And Block Island's going to hold a meeting following. It goes beyond the types of fights. That was a riot. That was a riot. And and it's like anything else. Then, you know, then the show's over. Then it's time to leave. And the fighting that was taking place at Ballard's then took place and spilled onto the ferry. If that was a normal venue, everyone gets hopefully in their cars and drives away. But I don't blame people for being upset over a lot of the lawlessness. Um, let's see. Let me just check what else. You know, we're still waiting. Armed man approached the FBI Cincinnati office, exchanges gunfire with police officers. We're still waiting for that. More information on that, I should say. Um, Black Island Council calls public safety meeting after fights on ballots and on ferry. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I don't know what to make of the story about Colonel O'Donnell, his wife, and Dave Tacoyan. Smithfield Councilman David Tacoyan, former state police major, calls claims grossly inaccurate. Says he and his family have been victims of intimidation, harassment, and threats by Steve O'Donnell. Whole thing is uh, kind of a mess. I've known Dave Tacoyan a long, long, long time. Excuse me. He was um, security for Governor Kachiri, one of the drivers. Then he was in. North Providence, and that's where it seems that some of the problems began. Um, Steve O'Donnell appeared before the Smithfield Town Council, claiming he had stalked and bullied his wife, raised questions about a declaration papers to run for state senate. Um, Dave Decoyne worked for me at the Rhode Island State Police. The day he didn't get promoted is the day that changed for my wife. She'll explain that to you. He made derogatory remarks, stalked her, bullied her. Um, O'Donnell raised questions whether or not he got the paperwork in time. Boy, he is uh, obviously very upset. Um, but what does Decoyan say? I may reach out to him. I know him. He did not respond. He was present at the council meeting. And he says he's been the subject of in- intimidation by OD since his retirement from 2015 discredits me my character um, I'm not well I don't know um, there is certainly bad blood there I'm not sure I know both individuals I know uh, both individuals um I, I don't know why this is playing out in public like this, but but it is. All right, let me get it back to the um, folks. And again, right now at a 145 on this Thursday, a little bit of a rain day. Good day to get organized. Good day to pop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Why not? Stay nice and healthy. See Marie. 
It's My Health, 1099, right diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health in that historic white church, vitamins, herbal remedies, local products, herbs, teas and spices, hemp and CBD products, natural skincare products. It's My Health because it's your health. Pop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, again, I want to encourage you to visit the website, petro.com. We have a lot of unique original stories up. We have more stories going up on some of the gang members that were arrested on Block Island uh, over the course of the weekend. And petro.com, which is watched by the Centerdale Revival, Shane has done it again. Comfort food and cocktails located 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, and right next door, Stella Sweets. Stop in and see them. They're waiting for you. At the Centerdale Revival. All right. I want to uh, get to, let me just see some of the latest now. This Cincinnati situation is very serious. Um, let's see. One of Trump's new attorneys, Christina Bob, said she obtained, read the warrant, was present during the search. So that's interesting. Fox Business Charles Gasparino stands by the reporting Team Trump wasn't given a copy of the warrant. So that is within question. Um, confirming President Trump received a subpoena in the early spring for documents related to what Trump has believed to fail to turn over. So that story is coming out. So part of this, you know, because like everyone else, I um, felt like, boy, that seemed really over the top. And it seemed, was that really necessary Forbes is reporting. FBI reportedly issued subpoena and took national security documents from Mar-a-Lago months before the raid. I think it's also interesting that they, um, I can't believe these people report this stuff. The Gateway Pundit, huge development. Report alleges FBI had personal stake in Mar-a-Lago raid. Agents were, were after Spygate documents Trump was holding that likely implicated the FBI. That's interesting. That's interesting. I want to hear how that plays out. Gateway Pundit is not exactly the most reliable. I read a lot of that stuff skeptical. It had to do with Spygate. Report alleges FBI, let me read this, a report earlier today. Who wrote this story? Jim Hoft. I don't consider him particularly credible. Reporter alleges President Trump declassified a binder that contained hundreds of pages of a crossfire hurricane scandal. Contains damaging information about the corrupt actors involved with the government. So they're trying to say that he had damaging information about the FBI. Well, we're going to find out. (laughs) I like this one. Investigative reporter Paul Sperry had his Twitter account taken down for the second time on Monday. New details. That guy makes it up as he goes along. New details on Monday's raid. May offer an explanation what they were looking for. Not release the Spygate document ordered to when President Trump left office. Sperry first had his first Twitter account removed. After he identified who the, was the leaker in the first Trump impeachment trial, 
Sperry had his second account taken down after he tweeted about the Mar-a-Lago raid with the FBI was looking for. According to Sperry, the FBI had spent nine hours looking for details President Trump took with him on the Crossfire Hurricane FBI spying scandal. Um, I, I don't believe this because you could just make a copy of it. You wouldn't need the original document. So that's why I don't believe it. The FBI and DOJ cannot let the American people know the truth of their criminal acts and attempted coup of President Trump. So they raided his home looking for the documents they indicted indict the organization. I, I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And I, I, I don't these people that just put this stuff out there. Why you could just make a copy of it. It can't just be that. Um Twitter announces it will meddle in twenty twenty two midterm elections. I don't believe that. Oh, that Christina Bob is a nutcase. You know, I. Sean Hannity confirms Mar-a-Lago security cameras were not turned off during FBI raid. Well, they're saying that they were. So somebody's wrong. Firearm brandishing FBI was reportedly after a cocktail napkin, birthday menu, letters, memos, maps, more when storming President Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Now, dirtbag Chris Ray says the FBI is the real victim. Listen, I have a problem with anyone that refers to anyone within the FBI as dirtbag. You know, that Hannity, Hannity confirms the security cameras were not turned off. All right, let me hear that. I want to hear if he's saying that. Because then now there's, then, then Sean may be wrong. Hannity may be wrong on this. I mean, that's the type of thing that we we can find, you know, that there will be an answer on that. I want to see if he's, um, all right, this is, he's saying they would not shut off during the raid. Let me hear this. Hold on, here right. we go. And according to my sources tonight, on Monday morning, up to 40 FBI agents rolled up to Mar-a-Lago, unannounced, guns ablaze, and in about a dozen vehicles, including a large moving truck. Over the course of the next several hours, the agents went room by room, scouring the property, boxing up every document they had in sight. They even rifled through Melania's wardrobe. Agents also demanded that the Mar-a-Lago staff turn off all security cameras. Well, we can tell you tonight those security cameras kept rolling. They were not shut off. And now we can report exclusively tonight. So he's saying they were not turned off. So now we have a conflict here. He's saying they were not turned off. Um... Duffy, Hillary Clinton retort, fiery clash. Let me hear this. This was on uh, Fox, I believe, a little earlier. Let me just hear this. Fox News contributor Sean Duffy, Jessica Tarlov, got into a fire exchange about Hillary and classified information. Here we go. You know, this is about classified information. 
Yes, sir, it is about classified information. Not only did Donald Trump himself uh, upgrade the... Uh the punishment for doing this in 2018, making it a felony to mishandle classified information like this. This man had in those 15 boxes that were taken out of Mar-a-Lago back in February, he had documents that contained information that were so classified we could not even talk about what was contained in them. It is breaking the law. It matters. Plastic, hold on a second. So he has documents, papers in boxes. The Chinese and the Russians can't access those boxes of information. But Hillary Clinton's server is published she, to the world. That's what she was guess, punished. No, she, she lost was the election. Home? Did they raid her home? Did they actually they come with machine guns to her home? Because she cooperated like a normal no, human being. I think this is a debate yes, the country is having right now. It is. Two quick questions. Because <laughs> I've got, I've got a rather... Let me hear that again. That was actually pretty good. Who says Fox is not fair and balanced? That's a pretty good exchange. Um... So, you know, somebody's wrong here. Hannity's saying the cameras stayed on. And I just read that the cameras were shut off. So somebody's right and somebody's wrong. All right, here's, here's what you just heard again. This is about classified information. Yes, sir, it is about classified information. Not only did Donald Trump himself uh, upgrade the uh, the punishment for doing this in 2018, making it a felony to mishandle classified information like this, this man had in those 15 boxes that were taken out of Mar-a-Lago back in February, he had documents that contained information that were so classified we could not even talk about what was contained in them. It is breaking the law. It matters. Plastic, hold on a second. So he has documents, papers in boxes. The Chinese and the Russians can't access those boxes of information. But Hillary Clinton's server is published she, to the world. That's what she was guess, punished. No, she, she lost the election. Right, no, yes, she, did, they raid her, they, did they raid her home? Did they actually they come with machine guns to her home? Because she cooperated like a normal no, human being. I think this is the debate yes, the country is having right now. I have it is. Two quick questions. Because <laughs> I've got, I've got a rather... Sean said something. He said, you know... You know, let me just get to Wall Street Journal... They're the ones breaking. So somebody's right and somebody's wrong. Hannity is saying the cameras were not shut off. Um, Wall Street Journal. Boom, boom, boom. Um, let me get to. So they show up Monday morning. New set of agents arrived. Begin a search for documents. Signed. Showed up with instructions to keep the search as unintrusive as possible, plain closed, not to take any weapons, secret service. Uh, on site, the FBI asked for several things, a diagram, and that surveillance cameras be turned off. So that's Sean Hannity saying the cameras were not turned off, citing his sources. Wall Street Journal is claiming that they requested that the cameras be turned off, citing officer safety. Dressed in T-shirts, cargo pants, they targeted three rooms. So is it possible they refused to? I guess that's possible. I'm not sure. We are not sure, folks. All right, it's 156. You know, the information, I'll say this, it is slowly kind of eking out. Slowly eking out. It is Thursday. It is August 11th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show.
on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, hmm. George Conway is married to um, Kellyanne Conway. I'm sorry I said this. A pile of shameful, disgraceful polling cowards everywhere for comparing them to Graham. George Conway calls Lindsey Graham shameful, disgraceful, polling coward for nodding or in agreement with Fox News' Jesse Waters said the FBI planted evidence at Mar-a-Lago. He said, I'm sorry I said this. I apologize to shameful, disgrace to polling cowards everywhere for comparing them to Graham. You know, I, I want to say this about Jesse Waters, who I like and will tune in sometimes, but folks, we, we have no... Oh, no, this is different. Okay. Merrick Garland will make a statement at 2.30 at the Department of Justice. So... Merrick Garland will make a statement at 2.30 regarding the search at Mar-a-Lago. So this will be big. How about this? An, uh, an armed man decked out in body armor tried to breach a security screening area on Thursday. FBI field office in Ohio fled and exchanged gunfire. So there's that, there's that going on. But that is big as far as um, I, and I think it's about time. And you have to. And you have to. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by, yeah, this is going to be big. 2.30, Merrick Garland is going to make a statement, DOJ briefing. So we're going to learn more. Okay, so we're going to learn more. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Again, don't forget. Right now, it's 159. This portion of the show brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road. Lincoln, folks, stop it and see them. Also, they are under the same, um, you know, same group, great group as K's. Pop in and see them. All right, coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news. I will be doing Facebook Live later. And then 2.30, Merrick Garland, Department of Justice. Sounds like they're going to brief the media on exactly what went down with this Trump raid. So enjoy this Thursday. Stay dry. We do need a raid. We're back on the radio tomorrow at 11. So, but I will be doing Facebook Live later. WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.